7: With your host, John Rush.
0: All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Hour number three is now upon us. And my next guest joining us from openthebooks.com It's Adam. And I should make sure I say this right. And GF-Ski, did I say it right?
4: You nailed it, John. Thank you. Thanks awesome. for having me on the program.
0: Tonight. Well, I appreciate you joining us, and, and I, we've had you on in the past, and I always enjoy having you guys on because you do things that, frankly, we need to we need to do more often and hear more often. And that is just the amount of waste, which I, as a business owner myself, uh, Adam, I've said this numerous times. I could pretty much, not bragging, but I could pretty much go into any governmental agency across this country, state or federal. And I could literally easily cut 20% out of any budget, period, just by cutting the waste. And I think you know what I mean by that.
4: Yeah, absolutely. We identified federal programs here where the error rate is extraordinarily high. For instance, wow. at the Internal Revenue Service, they run a program called the Earned Income Tax Credit. The IRS admits to a 31% Error rate. Wow. You've got Medicaid and Medicare at Health and Human Services, and they admit to an extraordinarily high error rate of between 15% and 26% of every payment on these programs. So, these programs of good intentions, these soft social net safety programs, they don't even have basic in house financial accounting controls.
0: Unbelievable. John.
4: Your so, so I mean, for everybody store. listening,
0: I, I know what you mean by error rate, but for those listening that maybe don't know what you mean by that, explain that, please.
4: So, for instance, at the IRS on the Earned Income Tax Program, you have people claiming the credit, which is basically cash back on your income tax right. return, uh, and they don't qualify for the program, and the IRS is paying it. As a matter of fact, they paid out $18 billion last wow. year Wow! that they admitted— They overpaid to people who didn't qualify for the program, and it was one out of every three dollars that they paid out on the program in total. Wow.
0: But yet we want to hire 80,000 new agents and spend billions of dollars on that agency so we can come after the middle class, Adam? Am I saying that right? Well,
4: that's the only way to squeeze the blood out of the turnip. Because the Biden administration, here's the top line on our findings: they just admitted last year they paid out a quarter trillion dollars of mistaken and improper payments. Wow, John, it's a stunning number.
0: That's your huge. neighborhood
4: grocery store has much better internal accounting controls than the United States federal government.
0: All right. Give us some more examples. You know me. I'm a solutions guy. We'll talk about some of the solutions in a minute. But give us some other examples so there are people out there listening don't think that it's just you and I ganging up on on one particular agency. But give us some of the other examples you guys found.
4: So the numbers are going to get a lot worse from here because the agencies aren't even reporting all of their COVID fraud and abuse. For example, the Small Business Administration, they disclosed last year nearly $30 billion of improper payments. Most of that was on on uh, folks that took a pandemic PPP loan, but we we already know the Inspector General at the Small Business Administration already found $100 billion worth of PPP fraud. So the numbers only get worse from here. Here's another example, the Department of Labor on unemployment aid. You know, the latest estimates are the largest public fraud in the history of the country with up to $400 billion stolen of of our unemployment aid during the pandemic. But in this report, there's only $18 billion disclosed by the Department of Labor on that fraud. So the numbers are only going to get even more staggering from this point forward.
0: Wow. Uh, You start adding all of these things up, and I know it's in my notes, but just off the top of my head, if it wasn't in my notes, the numbers you keep talking about, and I know there's multiple hundreds of other agencies where there is all sorts of not only errors, but I think in some cases, Adam, just outright fraud. We're talking trillions of dollars here.
4: So since 2004, our auditors quantified the amount of money the feds have admitted to improper and mistaken spending. And when you add the inflation factor on there, John... It's a stunning $3 trillion. Wow! So this is a bipartisan problem through the yep. George W. Bush years, yep. through the Barack Obama years, Trump, through the Trump years, into Biden. But now the payments, the improper payments, are peaking under Biden. For the first time, a president in their, in their four years of their administration, Biden is trending right now. He's on pace to admit to $1 trillion dollars of mistaken and improper payments. In his first two years, he already admitted to $520 billion, a half trillion dollars. So he's on pace to exceed
0: a wow.
4: trillion dollars of improper payments.
0: These are, I mean, Adam, this is not, oh, you know, we misspent 1000 bucks here. We had a little bit of a clerical error over there. And, you know, maybe we had some on them payroll a little longer than they should have been and so on and so forth. We're not talking about, you know, little numbers with, you know, two or three zeros behind them. These are staggering numbers.
4: Staggering. I mean, this is literally gov- your government gone wild.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's in what we always have to remind people of, and I have to remind myself of this as well, government has no money. The only money they get is what they extract from the likes of you and me, and or we borrow against the, you know, future generations, one or the other.
4: Yeah, absolutely. And what does the Biden administration plan to do? In his, in the president's budget to Congress, he wants to hike your taxes. Yep. He wants to stick a new tax on all of us on appreciated assets yep. that you haven't sold.
0: That's right. Recognize like recognized gain, they call it Adam. <laughs>
4: yes, that would be something new. And then, as you mentioned in the in the outset here, they doubled Democrats and Biden administration signed a doubling of the headcount of the IRS workforce, and it opened dot com. We've quantified the the purchase of tens of millions of dollars by the IRS in guns, ammunition, and military style equipment. Which for what do they need that for? Agents.
0: Yeah, the, the, these are collection agents. They don't need that.
4: Well, we've asked the question, just who are they preparing to battle? They're not going to war.
0: Right, right. Well, or are they?
4: And that's, you know, that's a serious question. Yeah, I'm not laughing
0: at them. Or are they? I mean, that's a serious question.
4: Yeah. So the job description of the special agent went viral on Twitter last fall. Saw that. Because, yeah, because they they were honest. The, you know, a job requirement for the position is the ability to use deadly force. And so when it went viral, they pulled it down, but they quietly reposted it a week later because it's true. Mm-hmm. They, they, they are recruiting special agents at the IRS with the latest in weaponry. I'm talking uh, submachine guns, hundreds of AR-15 style uh, rifles. You know, we're talking 600 automatic, and sub, uh, wow. uh, I'm sorry, semi-automatic shotguns, uh, you know they've They have 5 million rounds of ammunition in their, in their, that they've stockpiled in their gun locker. So this is all you know, the heavy weaponry that yep. the IRS special agent gets to use.
0: Switch gears for just a moment because it got kind of thrown into me the last minute here. We've talked about this in the past, but that is uh, the Newsom Twosome. Explain what that is and how, uh, how uh, Newsom's wife's nonprofit is not only out of compliance but is probably doing things illegally.
4: So it took us 10 years to crack open the California state checkbook. And when we did, when we started following the money, we started following it right into the Newsom's pocket. And so Jennifer Siebel Newsom, she's the wife of the governor. She owns a charity that makes curriculum and films for California public schools and 5,000 schools across the entire country. So even right there in Colorado, your school districts are using the Newsom's curricula and films. Here's the best way I can describe the content it is a pipeline to pornography in yep. the public schools. That's right. This is stuff that should scare every parent, every grandparent. No governor of the 50 states or his wife should be involved in any of this.
0: That's right. That's right. No, th- this is a how do you want to want to say it, Adam? This is an you know inside, you know almost a money laundering in my opinion, money laundering uh, organization that is again extracting dollars from taxpayers, and, and and by the way, doing it in a very evil manner at the same time. To your point earlier,
4: well, they have you know she has a for-profit film production company that does the film production for her nonprofit. So her nonprofit pays her film production company dollars uh, when they create the film, distribute it through the nonprofit. They charge all those schools a royalty on a license fee. Uh, the uh, as soon as uh, Governor Newsom was elected, the uh, California Board of Education came out with new curriculum guidance recommending the wife's films and curricula. Of course. So yeah, I mean you can see that we have a circular payment scheme instituted yep. by the Newsoms through California schools, through their nonprofit, their for profit, and actually other organizations
0: as well. Unbelievable. Okay, so. A fix to all of this, and, and I know that we, you know, we're, we're limited on time. You and I could probably talk about this for a, a week straight, three hours a day on the show to actually get a real fix because there's lots of things that need to happen. But you know, in your opinion, in a nutshell, what do we do to fix, even if we just started with these erroneous, fraudulent things that are going on in each department, how do we fix that, Adam?
4: So in terms of the fix for improper payments, Congress needs to crack down two ways they should do it immediately it's just common sense mandate basic in-house financial accounting controls in the largest federal agencies number 2 uh, you know throw dollars and invest in clawback claw back the dollars yeah. they know and yeah. admit they're yeah. misspending and overpaying claw back on behalf of the american taxpayer last year john incredibly they only clawed back 9 cents on every dollar
0: yeah, well, the one thing know. I've never understood, and, and again, being in, you know, I'm self employed and I've kind of been in different businesses where we've even had some different things that happen with different state and government agencies and so on. And I know for a fact, and this is not unknown, most people understand this, that the way the federal government works, even school districts and the like, if they do not spend their entire budget this year, Adam, they will not get it back next year. So there's an incentive to not only spend what you have in your budget, but even overspend in some cases ever so slightly, therefore getting a bigger budget next year. We do not incentivize advise anyone in government on any level to save money and do better with their budget. And to me, that just makes no sense at all.
4: Yeah, we've done a lot of work at the federal level on the year-end spending spree, the Christmas in September when yep. the federal fiscal year ends, and they blow out all the contracts and grants at the end of the year. So they can, you know, and it's a real problem, John, that you that these agencies can't even spend nope. all the money Congress nope. is throwing at them.
0: I went to an auction here years ago, you know, Rocky Flats, which was up here, you know, against the foothills. It's where we made, you know, the pits, the triggers for the nuclear bombs, Adam, and they shut that down years ago. And, oh, I don't know, long about the mid-2000s or so, there was a company that held an auction, by the way, for all of the surplus government items that were coming out of that particular plant, and Adam, I can tell you, and I, I bought some of these items, there were pallet upon pallet upon pallet of items where there was not just one item that was on that pallet that had never been used, but multiples of, and you just looked at it and thought, what oh. an absolute waste of taxpayer dollars that is now being sold for pennies on the dollar. Oh. The amount of money coming back in was, was minute compared what had been spent over the years to buy all those items.
4: That is sickening and that's why it's very easy you know for bureaucrats to spend other people's money yep and look right now the center left in this country the progressive left they're making the argument that government can spend your money better than
8: you
0: yep. can
4: spend it and that is an absolutely false narrative it's
0: a lie big time it's a lie adam again i appreciate you very much open the books.com uh i mean is that the is that the best place for folks to go i assume
4: Absolutely. Yeah, just come to our website. You'll get hit with a pop-up, key your email address. You go on our breaking news list. We've got a lot of great stuff coming down the pike soon.
0: All right. You're welcome back any As always, Adam, whatever you need, let us know, sir.
4: Thank you, John. Thank Thanks you very for-
0: much. And that, again, is Adam, and his last name is, I won't even spell it, it's pronounced... Uh, Angie Evsky, you'll never get that pronunciation out of looking at the spelling. Just know that's how it's pronounced. But again, its main thing you to remember is OpenTheBooks dot We'll have links up, by the way, to that a little bit later this evening. And yes, these are things you need to be abreast of because uh, our politicians have no problem, no problem, not just spending your money but overspending it to the point where we're now going to borrow it against future generations, and this happens on every single level of government, All the way down to your local city and county. Trust me when I say that. Absolute electrical, plumbing, heating and air. They want to take care of you, all of your needs around the house, including the quiet, cool system, which will save you money this summer. Absolute electrical, plumbing, heating and air. Call them at 720-526-0231 or better yet, just go to klzradio.com.
9: This summer, your attic can get as hot as 150 degrees during the day, making your air conditioner work overtime to compensate. A quiet, cool attic fan from Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air keeps your home consistently cool, so you don't need to run your air conditioner all day long. In Colorado's arid climate, the temp is low at night and in the morning, and that's when your quiet, cool attic fan goes to work. It pushes the hot air out through vents in your attic and gives you a lower baseline temp to work with during sweltering summer days. This is called Thermal mass cooling when you cool the hottest parts of your home it takes less energy from your air conditioner to cool the rest of the home consistently get a quiet cool attic fan from absolute and enjoy the best the colorado summers have to offer and save on energy bills mention this ad and you'll save 300 dollars just for being a klz listener call absolute at 720-526-0231 or go to KLZradio.com slash absolute to schedule your installation.
8: For quality and service beyond compare, call absolute electrical heating and air.
0: All right, flesh law is next Kevin Flesh, my personal attorney, and he would love to help you with whatever legal need that you have, and it could be a traffic case, could be anything, you name it, he'll help you, uh, including an insurance issue that you may need help with as well. 303-806-8886.
10: Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh of Flesh & Beck Law has a unique background that makes him a more effective advocate for you. He handles both criminal and civil cases. Most attorneys only do one or the other, but Kevin has almost 25 years of experience on both sides, which means he has more practice in the courtroom. Most personal injury attorneys will say they have experience in court, but since only about 10% of personal injury cases actually go to trial, those attorneys only appear in court once or twice a year. Because Kevin also takes criminal cases, he appears in court constantly. Kevin has a rare ability to present an argument that only comes from years of experience learning how to read a courtroom. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesch continues to practice both civil and criminal defense because he believes the courtroom keeps him nimble. Trial tested, trial ready. Kevin Flesch of Flesh and Beck Law. Schedule a free consultation now. 303-806-8886. KnR okay,
0: Home Transitions take the stress out of buying or selling a home. Call them today. Two realtors for the price of one. Find them at klzradio.com.
8: You need to sell your home, but it needs some remodeling. That sounds simple. All you need to do is source contractors, research the market to find out what buyers are looking for, direct the work to be done, hire someone to clean up the mess, do the work, shoot photography and list the home, negotiate with buyers, make concessions, and redo some of the work you already did. Oh, okay, that doesn't sound very simple. But there is a better option. You can hire Kat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions and let them partner with ReUP to handle the updates without paying a dime up front. Reup will remodel. Your home based on what will sell and increase value. They will do the work, clean the mess, and Cat and Robin will market and list the home to sell fast. K&R will help you navigate the process, start to finish. You can let them do the work and enjoy the additional cash you make from selling a highly marketable home faster than you could have. Go to klzradio.com/home to learn more about K&R Home Transitions and Reup. <laughs>
10: This is Rush to Reason on KLZ
0: five sixty. All right, we are back. Jersey Joe, what's going on, sir?
1: Hey, John, what was the, what was the, your prior guest's name again?
0: Uh, let me bring up my notes really quick. Hang on, Adam Angielski.
1: Angievsky? John, you got to stop letting so many Polish people.
0: Come. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: All right, hey, uh, I just sent you a link. You may want to play it someday. Maybe not tonight, but it's a, it's from Indiana. There's a quirk in uh, the IRS regulations. Now, if you're not a citizen in this country, you can't get a Social Security number, but if you're here on a green card and you're working... You can get one. Well, no, it's, not a, it's called a TIN, Tax yeah, Identification.
0: Yeah, basically, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's an identification number for your taxes, correct.
1: But it's not a Social Security. But anyway, and the IRS doesn't care. If you're a prostitute, they want you to file a tax return. They don't right. care. How, right. yeah, if you're a drug dealer, they expect you to file a tax return. They don't care. Well, <clears throat> what this... Uh, uh, thing of this clip i sent you a tax preparer discovered that illegal aliens were filing for taxpayer identification numbers and they were claiming some nominal you know three thousand dollars as a day labor but they were claiming six seven eight nieces and nephews as dependents
0: so they can get the earned income credit probably
1: 20 one guy got twenty thousand dollars yeah now and ready for this and the, if you play the clip Four of them all use the same house trailer where supposedly all has an address. Where they all live. Where they all live. So the four adults plus at least 20 children all supposedly lived in this one house trailer. Wow. And I think just in this one instance, it was $13 billion in one year in one city. Wow. Illegal immigrants. And all that money went to illegal immigrants. And and here's the difference. If you're a U.S. citizen and you have a child... They want you to include the Social Security number of your child. Right. But if you're an illegal immigrant, your child doesn't have a Social Security number, so they can't cross-check. So is
0: this like the honor system?
1: It's the honor system, yes. You can say, yes, I, my, I, this is my, my son Juan and my and my daughter Susie lives with me. Well, they don't have Social Security because they're not citizens. Wow. IRS just mailed out the checks. John, you, you ought to watch this entire thing. I
0: will. I will do that, Joe. I appreciate that. I will for sure. And just. Uh, no, nope, I will do that. I appreciate that. Thank you. I, and, and, and I'll play clips of that. If, as you know, this just drives me crazy.
1: Yeah. We, again, it's Oh, uh, and on that waste, I think I, I told you about two months ago, the city of New York sold off, I
0: think. Well, yeah, all the ventilators, right?
1: All the ventilators. They sold them off for one half of one cent on the dollar. It was <sighs> ventilators and masks and everything else. Less than a penny on the dollar.
0: Total uh, waste.
1: $340 million. Total waste, Joe. Oh, and here's one more. And California now has just passed a bill through the Senate the House, where if you're an illegal immigrant, even though you're not legally allowed to work in this country, you can file for unemployment benefits. I saw that. I saw that. $300 a week. And if you're married, you and your spouse. Now, And the law specifically prohibits officials at the unemployment office from asking for a Social Security number yep. or, or contacting your employer. Can't check. You can just walk, yep.
0: You just walk in and say, I'm out of work.
1: Just walk in. I'm out of work. I yep. was working as a day laborer. Yep. Uh, no, Unreal. You, you can't contact my I, – I don't know who I used to work Joe, for. Joe, they're
0: literally just trying to bankrupt the the country, if you ask me.
1: Uh, John, it's just it – just well, and they're succeeding, by the way. They are. San, San Francisco just abandoned the two largest hotels in downtown yep, left. San Francisco. The the, the the owner just walked yep. away, told the bank – They're yours. They're,
0: Have they're at yours.
1: it. 3,000 hotel rooms. Unreal. One of which was the premier, the Hilton's. The Hilton San Francisco, which was the premier property, a 1,900-room wow. hotel
0: in downtown San Francisco. Unreal. It's Joe, cool. thanks, man. As I look, I'll, I'll play that. I will do that. You, you know me. I will do that. I appreciate that very much. Michael in Denver, you're next. Go ahead, Michael.
11: John, thank you so much for taking my call. First of all, I just want to say I'm a first-time caller. Well, thank you. I'm 27 years old, and I, I really enjoy your show. Well, so thank you. Thank you so much, first of all. Absolutely. And um, just a couple of points I wanted to make. I really enjoyed your your uh, interview with Andrew, um, and I was going to make the point that Biden is undeservedly taking credit for record job growth. Um, ah,
0: first yes. of
11: all, The reason so many jobs went away was due to covid-19, in part due to yep. his vaccine. Yeah, mandates. Right. He got rid of those jobs and now everyone's going back to work he's taking credit for record job growth. Yep. Those jobs wouldn't have ever went away in the first place if it wasn't for his, you know, unneeded un, un mandate.
0: And, we, so, and to your um, point, Michael, we, job growth, we haven't even got back to the level we were prior to all of that nonsense.
11: Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. And another thing, um, you know, a lot of, I guess, economists are projecting, you know, they were projecting a recession for this year. I guess it's moved to... 2024, um, you know, I saw an article in the Wall Street Journal on Friday that talked about uh, Europe, I guess, is officially... Yeah, in I saw
0: recession. that. They are officially in one, and from what I've been reading and understand, it, it's... And again, this is just what you read. I've not been there, so I can't verify this, but from what I'm reading, and you read the same article, yeah, they're not in good shape right now.
11: No, not at all, but... Um, I, I which, which really, really quick,
0: Michael, kind of, kind of, you know, goes back to, and, and we should get Scott Garlis on here in a moment, but kind of goes back to what the Fed did today, where they basically said, hey, we're going to keep rates the same. There may be a couple of more rate increases, you know, towards the end of the year, another, you know, two two quarter points or half a point when it's all said and done. Uh, to me, that's just mind boggling, Michael, that the Fed is going to say, well, we're going to pause them right now, but there's going to be more coming towards the end of the year. I mean, do they have a crystal ball?
11: Well no I don't think anyone can can actually project the you know when there was, if there's going to be a recession when it's going to hit but I mean I don't know 2024 it seems kind of um generous uh I don't know do you see a recession happening anytime in the near future or
0: I think depending upon where you live in this country you're already in one there's been a retraction we talked about this all the way back even during you know COVID when things started to come out of COVID and inflation went way up and not everybody was working and so on I think Michael the only thing that's masking the fact that we have one right now is just the fact that we're still handing out so much money in the government program end of things. It's In, in my opinion, it's the only thing masking the fact that it's here right now. If that would go away you would see things look dramatically different. And I believe it's the one thing we're doing differently than what Europe is doing because we're borrowing more, and I guess we've got the ability to do so. We're still the, the mm. best, worst dollar on the world scene. It's why the USD is still the world's currency, Michael, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. But to me, yeah. if, you got, if you got rid of all of the stimulus money that's still floating around, it would look a lot worse than it does right now. That's my opinion. That's
11: a good point. And, you know, I would say you're spot on when you say, you know, Biden has incurred trillions of dollars of debt. That's money we have to pay back. So when Biden says, oh, this is the best economy, we're doing great. No, we're not. We have to pay back that money. Uh, We're. Um, it's going to lead to a recession when we keep needlessly spending and incurring trillions of dollars of debt. That's money we have to pay back. So I'll leave it there, John. One last
0: thing before you leave, Michael, because I'm not not correcting you, but I want to add something to what you just said that you need to share with others because you're of the age where you can do that. We are not only borrowing it on my back and your back, but on your future generation's backs as well. So your kids and grandkids were borrowing this on.
11: Yeah, that's a great point. And how about you know helping the the homeless veterans instead of sending billions Amen. of dollars to Ukraine? We don't Amen. have you know how about you know supporting um, you know homeless kids that don't have enough to eat in our own country. That's right? You know we don't we we don't even have the money to send to Ukraine, but we're not helping. We're not taking the money we do have and helping the people here that are in need. I mean, look at Denver, all the people that are homeless. They, yep. they have nothing. I mean, that money that's going to Ukraine could be helping helping them, and we're getting involved in a needless war. And, um, you know, my generation is passionate about this stuff. They just don't care enough to speak up about it because they're well, so distracted by social media. They're so, you know, en- encompassed by all this agree. distracting stuff. And know? I think
0: and, also, you know, Michael, they need a little education on what – to say so i'm going to give you one more example of what i feel we're doing i've said this before you may have heard it you may have not but for those of you that maybe are listening for the first time let me explain to you what we're doing when it comes to ukraine so michael it would be like if you lived on a street and pretty nice you know middle class neighborhood you know just a decent sized house in this particular denver area maybe it's 750 to a million bucks somewhere in that neighborhood but let's say that you really you live there but you are so in debt, Michael, that you are doing every single thing you possibly can to continue to borrow money month after month just to continue to live the lifestyle that you have and hopefully help your own kids out as much as you can. But by the way, some of your own kids are struggling, whether it be school, shoes, clothing, whatever. They're struggling because, again, you as a dad are just borrowing money after you know, dollar after dollar after dollar to be able to support the lifestyle you have. But, oh, by the way, the neighbor comes along, their car quit or it got crashed and now they need a new one so michael what you do is go out and borrow money on your own to support the neighbor whose car just got crashed so you can go deeper in debt which then affects your own kids that's what we as a country are doing yeah that's a good point and okay. you, and well, you, you, you so should much, share John. that with the individuals, you know, because they need real world examples as to what we as a country are doing when it comes to places like Ukraine. Because what I just told you is exactly what we're doing. We're borrowing the money to send to Ukraine and can't, to your point, take care of our own. That's a really
11: good point. And, you know, I appreciate your passion on the radio about this. You know, let me just add one thing. You know, I've always been passionate about what's going on in our world you know i've always loved radio i was telling charlie your screener you know i used to call into the jim bohannon show before he passed um and um i i don't know i just i've always connected more to radio than video games or, or television for some reason and you know, like i said i'm 27 but um you know this is the first time i've ever called your show and it it, it means so much just for you to take the time to to talk to me and discuss this stuff. Thank you're you. very welcome.
0: You're, you're welcome to call in any time, Michael. I love young people. I've got you know kids of my own, and you hear them from time to time, and you are more than welcome to call in any time or text me and email me, Michael. I'm always available. Okay. Love Thank you, man. So Thank Have you. Thanks, day, your, thanks for your passion. You keep up the good work and share with your friends and, and relatives and others the exact things you believe in, and you're a good man, and I appreciate that very much. And by the way, folks, those are the guys, the kids, that still give us hope. And I mean that sincerely. Without Michaels of the world and the Richards and the Waltz and the others that we talk about here quite a bit, without the Michaels of the world, we don't make it. So, Michael, you keep your head up and you keep educating the folks that you're around, and somehow, some way, we might actually win. High Five Plumbing is next. They want to help you with all of your plumbing needs, including drainage. And don't forget that as we have maybe a few more storms coming in tomorrow and Friday. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE
8: hi Plumbing will help you keep your basement flood free with the right sump pump solutions. High 5 can save you from water damage and costly foundation repairs, a sump pump replacement Isn't an expensive fix, but putting it off can lead to more expensive repairs like flooring, walls, and mold damage. Basement flooding can also lead to eroded foundations or even cause your house to shift. With increased rainfall, sometimes it's necessary to install a second pump to handle the extra water volume. It's hard to tell if the pump is working on your own, so have High Five come out and take a look for you. As a valued KLZ listener, you'll enjoy a waived service call fee and $50 off the repair for a one hundred dollar total discount. So call High Five today at one eight seven seven We High Five, or go to klzradio.com/plumbing to schedule your visit.
0: Extreme Auto Repair, take your vehicle in, anything you need. Again, they are the dealership alternative, and they would love to help you out. They've got loaner cars as well. Find them at klzradio.com.
7: Summer is time for graduations, road trips, and car problems. You can rest easy because AAA-certified Extreme Auto Repair offers free pre-trip vehicle inspections for you and your family's safety. During the spring and summer when temps fluctuate, the parts on your car expand and retract, making them lose grip on the parts to which they connect. This can mean that your vehicle may run fine on your way out of town, but you could be in big trouble down the road. Batteries lose charge in extreme hot or cold temps. Brakes can lose grip under the increased strain. Fluids can get backed up or coagulate. Belts, hoses, and the cooling system need inspected. Any number of other things could go wrong. Extreme Auto's ASE Certified Master Mechanics will advise you on anything that they see that looks questionable and recommend fixes to you with no pressure or obligation to fix the problem there. An appointment is needed for the inspection, so head over to klzradio.com extreme or call them at 303-841-1071 to schedule yours today.
0: All right, your skincare needs. One-stop shopping, botanicalrush.com. There's 25% off right now. Just use the code JOHN25. Again, botanicalrush.com. We know you're
2: tired of spending hundreds of dollars on skincare products with empty promises. Myra is the founder of Botanical Rush, a Colorado skincare company committed to providing clean, powerful, bioactive ingredients to restore and rejuvenate your skin to a radiant Healthy glow again, guaranteed. Myra has 20-plus years' experience as a consumer advocate, and her products offer powerful formulas infused with clinically established ingredients that will produce results for you, just as they have for thousands of her customers. Botanical Rush formulas are pure, potent, and affordable. With regular use, these natural and chemical-free botanical formulas support collagen production, protect the skin's precious moisture barrier. And they will transform your skin from dull and lifeless to radiant and healthy. Call today and save 25% with the John Rush discount code JOHN25 at checkout on first-time orders. That's botanicalrush.com, code JOHN25.
8: A working business will be worth much more than the sum of its assets. You may think your equipment is worth some money, but you're probably wrong. Investors don't want to buy used equipment, they want to buy a working business. Selling a business that is operating smoothly will garner a much higher price than trying to auction off assets individually. A successful, profitable business should be able to keep operating long after you retire. John Rush can get you there in two years. He's done it with other clients. Get started now. Email john at rushtoreason.com.
2: This is Rush to Reason, powered by Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air. All
0: right, we are back. Scott Garlis joining us, Porter and Company Research. Scott, welcome. How are you? Hey, I'm Well, how are you? Man? I'm doing very well. So I, I was on air, didn't get a chance to look at everything before I came on air, got an update of what the Fed did, which they've paused for now, but yet also said there may be two more increases coming by the end of the year. These guys got a crystal ball I'm not seeing
12: uh yeah you know it's a really interesting meeting um so what those two possible rate increases are is every quarter this was the second quarter meeting uh, you have all the fed governors give their forecast for inflation and where they think interest rates go uh so a number of them so out of the 16 guys or 18 guys or guys and gals i would say it was like 12 Forecast the potential for two more rate hikes. Now, some of them are going to be higher, some of them lower, but that's where it's, it's sort of evened out around five point six percent versus the five point one percent they forecast in uh, March. So it doesn't mean it's going to happen, but they're saying they think you know
0: that's where things are so, headed. So, so did they? Do you um, think you know? Do you think they said that because they really feel? like that or that they had to say that for the markets themselves and to let people know that hey if you don't settle down inflation there's a couple more rate increases that could be coming is this posturing you know what are your thoughts there
12: i think it's i think it's all of those things combined i think some of them like uh james bullard and loretta master are kind of really sincere about it um christopher waller sort of falls into that camp he's on the board of governors uh now, but, but some of the others, I think they're frustrated by the fact that the market hasn't gone down as much as they'd hoped. And their worry is like, I was looking at some data the other day that household net worth is rising. Uh, even though liabilities have gone up, it's at the second highest level on record compared to only, uh, I, it was it, like the fourth quarter of 22 or back in COVID times. Um, okay. So, so they're, I think they're, maybe they're a little bit freaked out by that. And so their, their worry would be if household net worth is going up, uh, that means more spending. Now, I don't think that household net worth is going up all across the country.
0: I don't either. Um,
12: I, th- I think, I think there's pockets where
0: than, that's the case. And, and, again, I think some of that could be, yeah. and tell me if I'm thinking correctly here, but some of that could be if we've put off the – the purchase, by the way, of a new car because, A, that's not available or we can't afford one right now or the interest rates are too high so we'll just keep driving what we're driving. If we're doing something different with our cash and we're paying down cards or we're doing whatever else we're doing rather than spending X amount of money on a new car, would that not give us more net worth at the end of the day? It likely would.
12: Totally, man. I can tell you, my household, for instance, we have two cars that are paid off. We... My car is 11 years old. I mean, there's nothing the wrong with it. It's a full runner. It runs great. But would I like a new car? I would. Am i in a rush to go out and get a new car right now. Not
0: a shot. And I think you are like a lot of other millions, by the way, of Americans across the country. And there's reasons for that. A, you're fine with what you've got. Vehicles are lasting longer than they ever have been. The price of a new car now on average is 50 grand plus. And on top of that, you may not even be able to buy what you want. If you're going to go spend that much money and make that sacrifice, you definitely want to get what you want. So unless you wreck and total your car, you may not even need one.
12: That's right. And then I also look at things, Well, and this may be because of what I do, but I look at things like supply chains are improving, which Jerome Powell brought up on the, uh, on the, the uh, press conference today. But Supply chains are getting better. I look at commodity prices coming back down. You both had Japan and China come out. Uh, I think it was the beginning of this week, late last week, or maybe a combo. They both said they're seeing inflation drop because commodity costs are dropping precipitously for them. So I look at all those things and think to myself, You know, at that rate, I can wait longer, and you're probably going to see prices start to come down because the cost for producers is coming back down. Now, PPI data came out this morning on a final goods demand basis. It was the lowest level since late 2020. And if you look at it on a finished goods basis, it's actually in contraction. Mm. And just to take that a step further to your point of what's the Fed looking at, PPI data that came out on Tuesday. Showed that like, uh, I want to say like 45 percent of all of its components are in outright deflation right now. That doesn't say there's huge economic demand out there. I think that the problem is mm-hmm. there's some housing, housing related items. That, again, we've talked about this for a few months now. Right. they take a while because the lag effect to show up. That's right. They're still running. They're still running kind of high. So it's it's making inflation seem higher than it, than it might really be.
0: I agree and I think I talked to a caller a moment ago about this nice young gentleman that we, we talked to Scott and had some great questions and one of those is you know there's you know forecast Wall Street Journal talking about it the other day sure. that you know you're going to see a recession in 2024 I frankly believe and I think you and I've talked about this before we've already been in one there's already been a contraction uh, of sorts if you would and if we yes. quit giving out all of the money that we're still continuing to give out to not have people work and so on I think you'd even see it look larger than it is we're masking a lot of that, because of a lot of the government programs that are still going on.
12: Completely, um, you know, things like you know, student loan payment moratoriums. You know, right? Uh, it rent? I don't know if the rent moratorium is actually going on. I have no idea. Uh, but yeah, things like programs like that are delaying the inevitable. And the sooner you get get over that sort of pain, as there's consequences of, you know, the sooner the economy can. And digest it, go through it, have it drop, and then start to heal. And that's ultimately that's far better for the process and business and everything else than to do this death by a thousand cuts where you just keep handing out money mm-hmm. and it takes forever and ever and ever. Because as you know as a business owner, that really doesn't help businesses because it just that lack of a turnaround and growth and demand picking back up that, that hurts everybody a
0: lot. Agreed. Yeah, All right, before I let you go, because I know we're tied on time. Sorry, I just went a little long with some things prior to you. But what are some investments that people could consider right now?
12: Yeah, look, um, I think the bond market. There's, there's a huge short out there. The things I would look at, I would look at a couple of ETFs. There's one, the uh, the Pimco Zero Coupon Bond ETF, that the symbol is ZROZ. I think rates are peaking, and as rates start to come back in, I don't think they're going back to zero, but they'll come off. The, the ZROZ should see appreciable upside. Uh, yeah. The other thing I would look at is another uh, bond ETF. Uh, SGOV is the ticker symbol SGOV. I'm trying to remember the name of it right off the top of my head, but they are a one to three month, or, or, uh, sorry, one to three month Treasury ETF. Okay. So that's what they invest in. There's a really high rates right now. If you're looking to lock in some income, that's another one you
0: can invest. Okay. All right. And how do folks uh, find you if they want to know more info?
12: Yeah, porterandcompanyresearch.com. Um, come there. You can see all this stuff on our website. Uh, you can check out the free stuff. There's paid stuff as well. We're there to help people grow their wealth. Awesome. Hey, and John? Yes. Re- really, qu- really quickly, one other thing. You know, I've run BPI forecasts, and I can tell you right now, the way it looks is if we stick with the average growth we're seeing right now, DPI, when the June numbers are released next month, is going to be 3 to sub-3%. Hmm.
0: That's
12: a full percentage point below what we just saw.
0: Okay. All right. I've got that in my notes. Thank you, as always, Scott. We'll talk next week, sir. John, thanks so much for your time. You bet. Have a great night. Thank you, as well. Affordable interest Mortgages next. Kurt will join us tomorrow. We'll talk more about some of what Scott just said a moment ago with interest rates and so on. Kurt's number, 720-895-0500.
3: 7208950500. That's 7208950500. And the 298 298191 regulated by Dora.
0: All right, Golden Eagle Financial. Again, we've got somebody local like Scott that you can talk to in a one-on-one basis that would be, of course, Al Smith, Golden Eagle Financial. Find him at klzradio.com.
5: Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial is the coach you must have to prepare your retirement for any contingency. For more than 30 years, Al has seen retirement plans interrupted by the need for long-term care sudden unexpected emergencies, divorce, or many other things that can stop you from enjoying your retirement. Al Smith knows that there's a 50% chance that you'll need long-term care at some point during your retirement, and a 25% chance that the care will be for longer than a year and a half. These statistics are why Al works so hard to make sure that you're prepared for whatever comes your way. Al also knows that people often don't consider these events until it's too late to overcome them. Be informed and prepared for a successful, enjoyable retirement. Use Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Don't wait any longer. Schedule a short introduction at klzradio.com money to strategize your retirement dream. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents.
0: Ridgeline Auto Brokers, uh, Scott and I were just talking about cars, and some of you may not even be in the market for a new car or want a new car, but you need something different. In some cases, you may need to trade down to help yourself out financially. Ridgeline Auto Brokers can help you with all of that. Find them at ridgelineautobrokers.com or call 303-442-4141.
7: Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at ridgelineautobrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive, or visit ridgelineautobrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers,
0: the smartest way to buy a car. All right. You heard Dave from Veteran Windows and Doors, or maybe you did. He was on with us at 3 o'clock as we started the show today. 40% off Windows and Doors, and he will increase the joy score of your home. 303-529-0720, or go to klzradio.com.
6: Veteran Windows and Doors is driven to serve you better than any other window company, ensuring they do what's right for your home and your budget. Owner Dave Bancroft will meet with you to review your window and door ideas while working within your budget. Veteran Windows and Doors wants you to be in the driver's seat from the first meeting to the installation. Veteran's website portal is designed for the customer with 24-7 support and scheduling. Their customers tell them how refreshing it is to get responses from Dave, not a service center. Dave creates a detailed job report before his team steps into your home. He plans by taking precise measurements and remains in contact with you throughout the project. He takes before and after pictures to ensure your satisfaction, and these are available to you in the website portal. For unmatched customer service you can afford, go to klzradio.com window and schedule your new windows and doors. klzradio.com window.
11: As independent brokers, GIA Insurance does not work for any insurance company. They can shop the market and find you the best premium for the coverage that you need. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com.
2: It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560.
0: All right, just a few minutes left here of today's program. Don't forget, the National Crawford Roundtable will play right after we're done. If you've missed any of today's show, the first hour especially, you can go back and listen to that on the website, RushToReason.com. Click on the show notes section and you'll find everything you need there. Steve House and Dr. Kelly Victory should be with us tomorrow. So as a reminder, if there's certain questions you would like me to ask them, it's always easier if I have those ahead of time. I get them in my notes, make it really make it easy that way for all of us doing it that way. So if you've got a, pr- a particular question for them, please text me that and I'll get that asked tomorrow 307-200-8222. All right. Joe sent me this from Jersey in April The Biden Energy Secretary, Jennifer Granholm, told Congress under oath that she did not own any individual stocks. Of course, she was lying. No surprise there. In a Friday night news dump, which they dump things on Friday nights because they know you won't read them. That's why it comes out on Friday night. She admitted that she did, in fact, own individual stocks as recently as May of this year, by the way, including... Her husband's previously undisclosed undisclosed investment in Ford Motor Company, an automotive brand that falls squarely in her jurisdiction. Keep in mind, she is the energy secretary, and that's a transportation company, Ford is. This is hardly her first brush with ethical impropriety. Last year, she violated federal stock disclosure laws at least nine times by failing to report hundreds of thousands of dollars in stocks traded and came under fire for multi multimillion dollar stock in an electric battery manufacturer repeatedly touted by the administration. She is also chastised or she was also chastised by a federal watchdog for blatant partisan activism in her official capacity. Biden once touted the highest ethical standards of any administration. Remember, he said that over and over and over again. But much like everything else, it was, in fact, a lie. Joe, thank you for sending me this. And the reality is, like a lot of other people in that administration, they don't know how, or they just refuse. Maybe that's a better way to say it. I think they know how to tell the truth. They just refuse to do so. They would rather run on a lie, thinking that most people will never check, I guess, versus actually Telling the truth. And how in the world do you think you could get by with this, knowing all of the things that are out there and all of the people that are checking on things? How in the world do you think you could ever get by with telling a lie this day and age? is beyond me, but this administration continues to do so on a daily basis. So, yeah, again, National Crawford Roundtable plays next. We had a good conversation, Neil, uh, Bob, and I did. Roger was out today. We had a good conversation about the whole Trump indictment and so on. You'll enjoy listening to that, so stay tuned. That is next. We'll be back tomorrow again. Dr. Kelly Victory and Steve House in the first hour. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.